Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. For all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because as I say every week, Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network on Supertalk TV at Seaspire TV. Or you might be watching the show on YouTube or Facebook or listening on your favorite podcast. It's uh, September the 18th, 2023. Man, this year has gone by quick, hasn't it? Hey, by the way, the uh, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation, the, the wonderful uh, separate foundation uh, called the Foundation for Mississippi Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. They do great work. It's such a dedicated board, uh, raising money and then getting involved in issues from time to time that are important to the state of Mississippi. I'm thrilled to be affiliated with them. But when it comes to outdoors and outdoors issues, you can count on me to say what needs to be said, and I'm honored to be in this position. Hey, before we get to our first guest, I just wanted to share with you, I came across some um, a quote this uh, over the weekend from B.B. King, and it got me thinking. Let me share the quote with you, and I'll, t- I'll share with you some of the thoughts that, that this uh, quote elicited. And it is uh, this. The beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from us. The beautiful thing about learning is no one can take it away from us. Isn't that true, though? You, you think about the outdoors, I think it's especially true about the outdoors. What we learn when we end the outdoors inspires us really for the rest of our lives. It gives us an outlet to enjoy life. It gives us uh, the opportunity to share special times with people that we care about as well. Uh, helps us understand how we fit into the world and the role we can play to make the world a better place. So B.B. King was right. The beautiful thing about learning is that no one can take it away from us. Um, you know, B.B. King was actually born in a cabin. It's on September the 16th, 1925. Uh, that cabin was actually on the bank of Bear Creek in a, a small little community in the Mississippi Delta called Burr Clare, uh, Mississippi. And like I said, it's in the heart of Mississippi Delta, and it's really, really close to where I hunt, actually. Uh, so when I passed the Mississippi Blues Trail marker that there in Burr again, out in the middle of nowhere, I, I, I can't help but think about Mississippi's impact on the world. I mean, really. I mean, there's a natural curiosity that's elicited when you see those Blues Trails markers. I, I know you feel the same way. Um, it gives you a sense of pride, doesn't it, as Mississippians, when we see all the impacts that these various mu- musicians have had on the world. And it, re- it reminds me, I'm sure it reminds you as well, why we love this state. And it makes us want to learn more, doesn't it? 
yes, I, I I love Mississippi and I love the people here and I, I love to spend time in the Mississippi Delta. In fact, I'd be headed there uh, this week uh, to, 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 to do some food plot work like a lot of us have to do. Um, what we learn as outdoors uh, men and women when we travel the state is that, you know, honestly, it what we learn is beyond hunting and fishing, actually. And what we see is not that it's not just that Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. For example, when you think about B.B. King and that quote from B.B. King, and you think about him and others, you, you, undeniably, Mississippi is the birthplace of American music. You think about uh, in Mississippi, we produced the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, the father of country music, Jimmy Rogers, and of course, the king of blues, B.B. King. The impact blues, for example, in particular, has had on the world cannot be overstated. You know, bands like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, there's a, there's a British blues movement that, that derived from the Mississippi blues music. Eric Clapton, for example, Eric Clapton called the uh, blues guitarist Robert Johnson, he, he, uh, who incidentally is buried right outside Greenwood at a, at a church on Money Road there. He said that he's the most inf influential blues singer who ever lived. And then there's Bob Dylan and Keith Richards and Robert Plant. Man, the list goes on and on. All inspired by the Mississippi Delta. There's so many inspiring stories to learn and so many stories to tell as we travel as outdoorsmen and women across this great state. It's really cool, really cool. Hey, one last thing I wanna to mention to you. Again, that quote conjures up a lot, but 51% of Mississippians live in rural areas. And so one thing you'll see when you take a look at the latest census is that in other states, people are working to get out of rural areas. One thing that's unique about Mississippi is that people who live in rural areas in Mississippi, they actually want to stay there. That's, that's something really important. So it's important to understand that Mississippi will never overcome some of, the, some of its standing in the nation when it comes to things like education and poverty and economic challenges and opportunities until we make greater strides in places like the Mississippi Delta. That's one of the reasons why on my other show, the Ricky Matthews Show, I talk a lot about things like healthcare. Uh, our leaders have to move faster to find solutions on, 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 on uh, topics like that one. Um, for, for example, how often have you wondered when you're hunting and fishing in rural areas of Mississippi, if you were to have a medical emergency, where would you go for help? The answer isn't good for too many areas of the state. So this, we've got we've to fix this. But too many hospitals are closing all across the state. And um, there's some big challenges as it relates to health care. But anyway, it, all of this because of reading one B.B. King quote. Um, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Hey, listen, my son and I took my grandkids fishing in, in Biloxi's Back Bay over the weekend. We caught a nice redfish. We caught some beautiful shrimp with the cast net. We fried it all yesterday and and it was really good really incredible we're so lucky to live in this great state hey speaking of fishing let's shift gears now and move over to my new friend jeremy mccain who is the south state lakes supervisor and we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know where jeremy's love of the outdoors came from and what his responsibilities are these days at the mississippi department of wildlife fisheries and parks jeremy how you doing my friend i'm doing okay thank you it's good to see. Hey, you heard what I said at the beginning of the show, but when you travel this state, man, there's so much to learn and there's so much to have pride in, isn't it, when you when you uh, take it all in? Yes, sir. 
So, uh, look, where, where did your love of the outdoors come from, Jeremy? Well, I grew up uh, pretty much in the woods, uh, the other side of Columbia, Mississippi there. And I grew up on the banks of uh, what they call Ten Mile Creek. And I would sit there with a hook in the water most of the year. Uh, it was too cold in the winter, but any other time of the year, I was I was pretty much there. And uh, once I got old enough, that's that's what I decided to specialize my study into. There's something you heard what I said about 51% of Mississippians living in rural areas, but people who grow up in the rural areas of Mississippi, I don't blame them for not wanting to move away. <laughs> I, I don't blame them for loving it. And you heard what I, you know, I always say that we're the capital of the outdoors in America. But man, when you put it all together, it's this is a special place, Mississippi, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So it literally hooked you, didn't it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> from early, early age. So did you get get it from your grandfather, your father? Where did, where did it come from? Well, my dad uh, kind of passed it down, but I, I I grabbed it and ran. So, what did you do when you got you went to high school, and where did where, what did you do after that? Well, after high school, I went to uh, a junior college for for two years, just to kind of test the waters and and see, make sure that's what I wanted to do. And once, once I decided that, yes, this is the path for me, I, I went to Southern Mississippi and uh, I majored in marine biology. So I got a four year degree there. And one year after graduation, I got the job with the agency here. Well, listen, uh, Southern Miss to the top. <laughs> yes, sir. Everyone in my family, except my son, Justin, who went to Auburn, he was always going to be the outlier. But we all went to Southern Miss, and uh, we're we're proud and active alumni. Um, I'm a proud member of the Hall of Fame for the University of Southern Mississippi. I'm th thrilled to be able to say that. But their marine biology program is a good one, isn't it? Yes, sir. When I was there, it was the number three in the nation. And that was only because it wasn't on a bigger water body. Well, what they've done, I tell you what, man, what they've done and built here on the coast, I know it goes beyond that, but what they've done and built here is truly incredible. I mean, it's a first-class facility and the work that they do in so many different areas, man. I mean, what a great place to learn about marine biology. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was there on in 2005. I was one of the last groups to go through the uh, the initial classrooms before they were wiped off at GCRL. And uh, I graduated in 06 and lucky enough to get the position with the, the agency and yeah, they've been there ever since. Well, yeah, Jeremy, I talk. You know, I talk. I have a show, show called the Ricky Matthews Show, and I talk a lot about the. Um, you know, the, Katrina defined so many of us. You know, those of us who were here. I had the the uh, the honor of writing the forward to Haley Barber's book, America's Great Storm, and worked closely with him in the recovery effort as the publisher of the Sun Arrow. But the 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 Hurricane Katrina defined so many of us. When we come back on the other side, in fact, mention what impact it actually had on you and then we're going to talk about uh, your areas of responsibility for the seven state fishing lakes of the south region we'll see you after this Mississippi.
Sideways has the South's largest in-stock selection of patio furniture, and it's all on sale, 20 to 50% off, no exclusions. Enjoy your new patio furniture today. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's Farmer's Market is open seven days a week. Fall mums have arrived. Callaway's also has a large selection of beautiful color plants, Kimberly Queen ferns, hibiscus, mandevilla, and more. Callaway's has just received another large shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all on sale. We offer bulk soils for local delivery and pickup. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High, or shop online at callawaysyardandgarden.com. How can RJ Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. You asked for it, and it's back exclusively from AgUp Equipment. A free rotary cutter. That's right. For a limited time, get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3D or 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus, 0% for 84 months financing. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 10-27-23. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Gather here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors as we listen to my friend Steve Azar, One Mississippi, the new state song for Mississippi and the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors. In fact, I saw a video posted that uh, last week he actually went to a school and uh, they had sort of the school assembly and he played One Mississippi to the kids and every kid in that auditorium knew every word to that song. Oh my gosh, if you if you ever wanted to see such a compelling reason why this needed to be the new state song for Mississippi, you gotta watch that video, it's truly incredible. Hey, I have Jerry McCain with us today. He's a South Lake 
uh, South State Lake uh, Supervisor for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, we were talking about how he was like the last class that went through the marine education program at the University of Southern Mississippi before Hurricane Katrina hit. But uh, boy, it, it was a defining moment for that program and for the coast, wasn't it? Oh yeah, and, and they, they did rebuild, but as far as the original classrooms and, and a, a huge amount of specimens uh, that were there for teaching age were just lost. It, 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 was, it was a massive hit in that area. You know what's interesting? Haley Barber used to say, and this is true about life, this is true whether you're a farmer, this is true no matter what you do certainly true after a disaster. He used to say that there's a Chinese symbol that means disaster, and the same symbol also means opportunity. It's like a yin-yang symbol. And it's true, I mean, you think about how the, the marine education program from the University of Southern Mississippi came back. While a lot was lost, they used it as an opportunity to create a new vision for that program and to build first-class facilities that hopefully will withstand the next storm. But, uh, you know, it took some time to recover, but they found the opportunity in that disaster, didn't they? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. You know, also, you think about, man, I tell you what, I, I, I didn't th think too much about it till just now. You think about the, the, the lakes of, of the South region and the challenges they went through after the storm. Truly incredible. But you, you joined the department not long after that, and, uh, and you've had a terrific career since. Uh, kind of give me a sense of what you did to, to get to where you are now. Well, when I, when I originally was hired on, I started out as a biologist. And I, they, they actually sent me to a region you were discussing earlier. I, I was there for about two years in the Delta. Um, so I, I spent a little bit of time there going from Oxbow to Oxbow. And uh, after that, I transferred back closer to home and was a biologist in District 6 area, the coastal waters and, well, coastal rivers and, and lakes. And after, after about 10 years of being a biologist, I was offered the promotion to pick up the uh, South State Lakes. Uh, and I, I, of course, jumped on that because it's a, a great group of guys that run the lakes. And, and you know, it was an offer I couldn't refuse. And, and I, I've honestly loved it ever since. Well, that's cool. I mean, look, look. Um, I often say on this this show that our forefathers did an amazing job of thinking about public land, setting aside so many, so many thousands of acres of, of public land. Even even more recently, the Phil Bryant uh, WMA, you know, creating that amazing place and, and finding the resources to be able to buy that 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 kind of land, but. The fact that we've got so many great public places to go is one of the things that separates Mississippi from from you know other places and other countries around the world. I mean, you think about the lakes that we have access to. Just in your area of responsibility, give people a sense of the wonderful lakes that we have access to. Uh, well, we, we have uh, seven state fishing lakes, uh, pretty much just from Highway 84 South. Uh, and that's not counting the state park lakes, which, which I, I am not purview too, but but those are you know those are available as well. So we have a multitude of fishing opportunities and, and water bodies for for someone to just pick up and say, hey, I want to go see the water today. 
there, there's something close by. I, I, so I had someone on the on the uh, show recently talking about public land. He actually was from South Africa, and he said, "Think, just think about it. Where, where you're sitting now, within about ten minutes, you can be on public land somewhere. You can be standing on public dirt or, or, or in a in a pond or a lake somewhere. That's true, man. You can just you can go. In your case, you know, you're talking about some great some great camping and nature trails and." pavilions for public use of course if you think about the kind of species bass and bram and crappie and and uh, catfish man it's awesome isn't it oh yes yes and, and right now uh we had an extremely hot summer so there were wasn't a whole lot of people out fishing because well it's too hot and now that it's starting to, to cool off and as the temperatures go down, I, I'm seeing more and more get out and that, that trend will probably continue until winter. So it, now now is a good time to find you a, a, a bank side somewhere to, to sit on for a while. <laughs> That's it. Hey, you're right about it. It's like, man, what a what a hot summer. Woo. I went out yesterday morning in particular. Didn't necessarily, it was a little bit warm this morning, but yesterday morning and I thought, it feels, it's starting to feel like it could be cool. I didn't, of course, it wasn't cool yet. My wife immediately corrected me to say, it's not cool. I said, but man, when you compare it to, usually you walk outside and you cut the air with a knife, you know. Exactly. You start to feel it, man. There's a transition happening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's in the air. <laughs> hey, listen, I bet those lakes are beautiful when those hardwoods start, you know, changing. I bet you've seen some beautiful scenes, haven't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Especially when, uh, like you said, uh, the the hardwoods start changing and, and you can see them across the lake and it, it turns into to something very, very nice there as far as picture uh, opportunities. Uh, there, there's actually quite a few photographers that visit the lakes for those reasons. They'll, they'll bird watch or they'll they'll capture the changing in the leaves. Uh, there, there, there's a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, at these lakes. Hey, so when you look at the seven lakes in the South region that you're responsible for, and you think about the heat that we've had to endure, did the did the lakes weather that pretty well? Yes, uh, we've uh, there was a lot of slowdown as far as customers coming to fish and all that, but we still had we still had the local workers coming by taking their lunch breaks at a picnic table we had um, people using the pavilions uh, having a family event in the shade there uh, i mean we, we definitely took a hit number wise as far as visitors but there were still still opportunities for for people to beat the heat at the lakes so and, do all of these lakes have have uh, boat launches yes sir Yes, sir. We, there, there's a way to launch uh, on on every one of the uh, the state lakes. Well, that's that's true. So, when you're telling someone about what you do and why you love it so much, what do you tell them? Well, I yeah, I used to say uh, that, that I, I loved fishing and 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 I'd found a way to be be paid for it even though I didn't have to actually catch anything. And, and now it's, it's, I get paid to keep up with, with some of the more beautiful areas of, of the state of Mississippi, in, in my opinion. And 
I just, you know, can't argue with that. <laughs> hey, so when you, hey, one interesting thing, I, I, when you go out and bump into people who are enjoying the lake, you meet people really not just from Mississippi, from all over the place, don't you? Oh, yes, sir. Give me an example. Oh, I, it was quite a few years ago, but I, I met a cat fisherman from uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was down uh, one of the southern lakes here. Uh, he, he comes down every year and just he tries to, to fill a cooler full of catfish because he, he, he just loves coming down here and catfishing. Uh, I've met multitudes of people from from Illinois coming down for the crappie season. Uh, bass fishermen who, who don't have an opportunity where they live just making the rounds through through the, the lakes. Yeah, that that's that's really cool. Hey, the other thing you mentioned about families and using the pavilions, some families generationally have done the same thing every single year, year in and year out, for as far back as they can remember. The lakes are actually part of their family celebration, aren't they? Yes, sir. We we have some families that, that have their reunions or or just a, a birthday. Uh, celebration every year on the same dates. Uh, it's like clockwork. We we know that uh, we can we can pretty much mark down them a, a reservation you know years in advance. Well, listen, Jeremy McCain, South State Lake Supervisor. It's been a pleasure to meet you this morning, my friend. It has. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate what you do, and I love uh, on Super Talk Outdoors celebrating the the many amazing people who work at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. They're so dedicated to what what they do. In fact, I mean, we wouldn't be the capital of the outdoors if it weren't for a strong Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and so many dedicated and knowledgeable and educated people who have such a passion for what they do. We're so thrilled to have them in this state. In fact, when we come back, we're going to meet another one of those uh, those people and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, fall pond management activities. We'll see you after this break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 89. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 64. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 91. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hey everyone, Gerard Gibbard here, and it is hot. This heat blazing down on your vehicle is no joke. Keep it protected from damaging UV rays with the System X Ceramic Protection Max Coating at Legacy Garage. It also protects your car, truck, boat, or RVs from road grime, bugs, and more. Only trust the experts at Legacy Garage. Check them out on social media or call them today at 601-941-5312. You asked for it, and it's back exclusively from AgUp Equipment. A free rotary cutter. That's right, for a limited time, get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3D or 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus, 0% for 84 months financing. 
Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 102723. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Delta Rice Promotions would like to invite you to come enjoy the 33rd Annual Rice Mississippi Celebration on the 21st of September from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. in downtown Miracle. Enjoy rice tasting with dishes provided by local restaurants, music by Joe Austin and the Tallahatchies, and the Mike Ellis Band. Shop vendors, enjoy children's festivities, rice hole games for adults, and come meet the Rice Queen and Rice Ambassador September 21st during this free event in downtown Miracle. Admission is free, just down-home food and Fun. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State Auditor Shad White's office will release a report that details how Mississippi spends money on colleges and universities on Wednesday. He's taken a lot of heat for his belief that the state should focus on putting their money into degrees that can superchange the state's economy. The state is funding a gender studies major at a university at the exact same level that the state funds an electrical engineering major, but the electrical engineering major makes on average $71,000 per year mm -hmm. if they take a job in Mississippi. And for instance, a sociology major makes about a third of that. He told us he's going to have a piece in the Wall Street Journal tomorrow. No. I think the left views a lot of these crazy college majors as their mechanism for warping the minds of young people and indoctrinating them. And when you start talking about challenging the funding for those programs, yep. they get yep. really, really mad. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Did you know MDOT spends $3.2 million a year picking up litter? That's money we could use to maintain roads and bridges, patch potholes, and focus on improving Mississippi's infrastructure. It's our job to pick up litter, but it's your job not to litter. We can't do our job if you don't do yours. Visit GoMDOT.com slash Don't Trash MS to learn ways you can help. Don't Trash Mississippi. Sponsored by the Mississippi Department of Transportation and aired by this station. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money? And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. 
With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation. As we uh, as we often celebrate here on Super Talk Outdoors, the incredible people who work at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And uh, like I say, I look forward to getting into the Mississippi Delta this this uh, weekend, and uh, hopefully we'll have some cool air in the mornings and able to get some some work done. Man, we've got uh, we've got some roads to to uh, do some trimming on, and we're gonna we're gonna spray some fields and um, you know get get everything ready. We're actually using a drill to plant these days. We tested it for the first time last year, working with my friend Travis Dunn, and uh, and it worked really. Really well, so poor Travis. That puts a lot more work on him because that means that that we're going to instead of plowing and planting like we normally do, we're going to have the, the the drill to do a, a lot of work with this year. So a lot of fun. Looking forward to getting up there and over the next couple of weekends, getting all our food plots ready to roll. Okay, now let's shift gears and we're going to we're going to uh, spend some time now with Dennis Ricky, who is a uh, fisheries coordinator for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He's been with the department for a number of years. Look forward. To, to getting to know him better. How you doing, Dennis? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Where are you sitting right now? I'm sitting in a conference room and uh, so that I don't have any distractions. So I'm sitting in the Wildlife Fisheries Conference Room. Well, good. That's good. So listen, I was doing some research this morning and I actually found like in the area of wildlife ecology, if this is correct, with with focusing on fisheries management, I saw your name cited a bunch of times on research. Have you been involved in a bunch of research over the years? I have. Uh, I did a research project when I first came to the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. And it was about the factors associated with crappie loss from Enid Reservoir when they release water. Uh, the other uh, things that I've done is uh, uh, been a co-author on some publications uh, about uh, for new um, biologists when they when they go to be a supervisor and and paddlefish and a couple of other things. Yeah, so it's interesting. You never know what you're going to find on somebody when you do a little bit of research about them. But you uh, so talk about where did you find your love of the outdoors? Well, it was uh, it was two things really. Um, I was actively involved in the in the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts when I was growing up, and uh, I like being outdoors and I like going on campouts and I like fishing. And uh, when I was in high school, um, it was biology course really that I decided uh, I like biology. I have an aptitude for it. And uh, I like fishing in the outdoors. So maybe if we can combine those two things and study fishery biology, that would be a good career for me. And um, I never changed my mind. And it, it just all worked out for me. So those and so how long have you been engaged in this, this, this career? Well, counting the time that I spent in Kansas and Louisiana, this December will be uh, 39 years. 
Wow, that's that's incredible, Dennis. And over that over that course, I know what's in, what's interesting is you're focused on a lot of different areas that involve our ability to enjoy the outdoors. But and over the years, you've I've, you've met a lot of dedicated people who have who who join you in that effort. But it's a very fulfilling career when you think about all you've been able to learn and all you've been able to do throughout your career, isn't it? It is. Um, you know, the, the mission of the, the agency to uh, conserve and protect and restore fish and wildlife uh, populations for the benefit of, you know, this generation or future generations um, uh, to help uh, people with their ponds or help them fishing and understand, uh, you know, fishes. Uh, it is it is rewarding. So, you know, what's what's interesting about the department is that um, for people who are not aware of this, actually, if you have a pond on your property or have a lake on your property, the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks aren't just involved in public land. They, they actually will help you figure out what you need to do to make your, your pond or lake the best it can be. And it's, that's got to be fun, actually, you know, that, that outreach that you guys are involved in, helping people who have ponds that might be subpar become something that's really special. You've seen it over and over again, haven't you? Yes. Uh, and, and it is because while it's a very individualized um, service and situation, uh, realize that the, that the pond is on their property. So they have access to it all the time. And so um, a lot of people don't know uh, about, they think that you put fish in a pond and magically they reproduce and you can have good fish populations or they might have inherited the pond and they want to do something with it. So um, yeah, helping them with that, their resource is, uh, it can really mean something in their lives. Well, you know, when I've seen some of your work, incidentally, uh, through a friend of mine, and you know, you guys came in and you talked about you you focused on the pH level, you thought about you know weed control, which is something we all have to think about these days. You talked about building you know certain structures that might be good fish attractants and and spawning bed construction and pier you know the kind of piers that would be terrific to have. Um, you got You got You kind of cover it all, don't you? Yeah, um, it, we do cover it all. We don't perform those activities for people. We just um, uh, give them advice and resources about um, what they can do and what they can hire people to do if they want to do that. Yeah. Hey, so one of my friends, he, one of the things you guys advise is actually lowering the level of the pond uh, in the fall. What, what is, what's, why would you do that? What's, what's the purpose of doing that? Well, it could be several purposes. Um, the, the first thing would be, let's say you have some uh, aquatic plants that live underneath the surface of the water or, or you know, are on the edges and they're um, uh, perhaps non-natives from South America, uh, Central America. And um, uh, for these particular plants, it's been shown that cold, cold weather and freezing can help control them. So you would, if you have those plants, you'd lower the water level to expose them to freezing air temperatures and um, take the water away from them, which acts as an insulator. So it could be for plant control. It could be to deepen the shoreline uh, um, areas to prevent aquatic plants from growing in those areas. It could be if you're bluegill crowded or brim crowded, 
and they're uh, up in those shoreline areas with a lot of brush and aquatic plants, and you want to remove them from that cover uh, to increase bass predation. It could be if you want to uh, make brim beds in shallow water adjacent to piers uh, through you know gravel beds and put in um, uh, artificial structure in the form of uh, cedar trees or even you know buying plastic. Uh, aquatic, um, you know, habitat. Uh, so it, it's, it could be for a number of reasons. So you see, actually, the fall is a really good time to think about enhancements you can make to your pond to, to make it better. That's correct. And so if we, if we draw the water down, uh, it's easier to do those things. You, you don't have to work underwater. You know, you get equipment into those areas. So, hey, one of my friends has uh, several ponds. Actually, I think together it's about ten acres. I may not remember that exactly right. Three, three different ponds, and uh, they're they got way too many bass in them to start out with. And um, and I learned recently, actually, because there there's there's a lot of pines nearby, so that changes the pH of the water. But when you walk into a place like that and you say, "Gosh, these are beautiful ponds," and you see how many bass are in them, and then you see you look up and you see all those pine trees nearby, just from experience, you know pretty quickly what you need to do to improve that situation, don't you? Yeah, it's it's not so much much the pine trees. You're right about the uh, being water being more acidic. It's a uh, what can we do to um, manipulate the population in terms of harvest and liming and fertilization also come into play uh, to reduce that bass density so that uh, bass growth is uh, uh, accelerated or better? And, and it's basically uh, you, you have to feed them. And how are we going to do that? Well, well we either have to apply uh, supplemental forage in the form of minnows and other forage fish, uh, um, or we have to harvest the bass or do a combination of both, harvest the, bass, the smaller bass so that we reduce their density so that there's more food available for the bass that remain. And that's usually what we tell people to do. So if you have a situation where you've got a you've got a pond that you want to drain, or actually draw down, not drain obviously, but you want to draw it down because you want to do some of the stuff that you just talked about. When we get on the other side, we'll talk about what you do if you don't actually have a drain pipe. You still have an opportunity to do that, obviously, and uh, we'll get we'll get Dennis Ricky's thoughts about that, and then how to how to t get in touch with them to get some consultation if you've got a pond and you want to engage the experts of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Fisheries Coordinator Dennis Ricky. We'll see you after this break. I
John and Corey Ravenstein. Every six weeks, our diamond cutter flies from Tel Aviv, Israel to bring fresh production to Juniker Jewelry Company. And I personally hand select every diamond for maximum brilliance, beauty, and value. We buy thousands of diamonds a year, entire parcels of one carats, two carats, three carats, and more. Every shape and size in every price range. And we conclude our business with that million dollar handshake and the traditional mazal. It's a Yiddish term. Mazal means much more than the deal is done. It means good looking blessings upon you, your family, and business. And that's how we feel about your diamond when you buy from us. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. And why folks come from all over the state to Juniker Jewelry Company. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I want to show your hand. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. Jamie Creel, Shelter Insurance. Come see why we're more than just an agent. Proudly serving the Jackson metro area and the great state of Mississippi. Give us a call at 601-992-6000. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi Outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Been one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have fisheries coordinator Dennis Ricky with me this morning. And my thought about Dennis is, is this that if you want, if you've got a pond or a lake and you want to get some expert consultation from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, Man, I t- tell you what, you want to go to somebody like Dennis who's been in the business for 39 years. Hey, hey, you've, you've, you know, Dennis, you've probably seen it all in your 39 years, haven't you? Pretty much, but we still get questions that you've never uh, gotten before or, or situations that uh, we've never encountered. But uh, uh, biologists have seen a lot of things. And, uh, well, you know what's... And you know what's interesting, though, man? You think about what you do and how long you've done it. And you may, you, you probably, you, you know, I often say, incidentally, that the older we get, the more we better realize how much we don't know. <laughs> because the the more we learn, you know, I mean, it just should be, a, it should give us a quest for, for knowledge. It keeps us humble, that's for sure. But, you know, if... Um, if I were you, I, I would enjoy going out and helping people who will take my advice and do the things that I tell them to do to improve their pond. And then a year or two down the road, having a conversation with them again and learning when they did everything they're supposed to do, do it right, and learning how cool it can be when that pond's at this maximum level of, uh, of enjoyment. You, it's got to be fun to see people realize their dreams of improving their ponds. It is. It, 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 it is satisfying. Um, of course, they 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 don't follow the advice, and and is it because uh, they weren't able to fish enough? Because you know they didn't have the the money to buy lime and fertilizer. I don't know, you know. But uh, we get a little bit frustrated when, uh, let's say, for instance, uh, we went to someone's pond and and we made some recommendations and. And uh, we keep records on all that. And uh, so three years down the road, four years down the road, they call us again. We look it up and, and we say, well, have you done these things? You know, no, I didn't do these things. <laughs> or the pond, especially with crowded uh, bass or crowded bluegill population, it's going to It's going to be in the same shape it was when we did the first recommendation. Yeah, I had, again, this friend that followed your advice, I mean, boy, he limed, he fertilized, he did structure. He had, uh, I think his lake was is about 20 acres, actually. And he, he had, including my son, he had a, a group of uh, young people who went there to fish it. And if they were above a certain size, they would leave them in the pond below a certain size, they'd take them out. Each year that changed a little bit based on the population surveys that they did. He did everything. And you know what's interesting? He only kind of likes to fish. I mean, he loves He'll fish occasionally, and he loves when he does it, but he's not like this big-time fisherman. He just loves the process of making this lake the best it can be. And, man, the, watching that lake over the years, the size of the bass and how amazing they are, but just by, by you know, year in and year out, following the procedures, doing his population assessments, et cetera, and uh, you know, spending the money to get to get the pH right, it's been incredible to see what what a lake could do when somebody's really dedicated to doing it. Yeah, 
Um, it, it, it is. Uh, it takes effort uh, and takes commitment to do it, but uh, the results, uh, uh, you know, I think people are well pleased with the results. Hey, when we talked a minute ago, <clears throat> before we went to break, we were talking about how uh, a lot of people have pipes that they can open up and drain a lake or draw it down for the fall drawdown we're talking about. If they don't have a pipe to do that, what's some of the ways they can get the lake level down? Well, it's a little bit more difficult, and uh, th uh, that's why we always recommend when people are building a pond to put in a drain pipe uh, with a swivel. But if you don't have that, you could rent a pump and you know pump water over the dam uh, to the backside into a creek or a low area, or you could get some PVC pipe and attach it um, and uh, together, and you could make a siphon. You know, you could fill it up with water. You know, put cap both ends, run it over the top of the dam. And on the back side of the dam, you know, the dry side of the dam, um, remove the plug. You've already removed the plug on, the, on the, the, the water side of the dam, so gravity will do the work, and you'll have a siphon. So those are two of the ways you could do it. Um, another way is you could uh, – now, this would be a total renovation, okay? You could cut the dam install the pipe but you'd lose all you know most of your fish and i would recommend you know getting rid of all your fish and starting over at that point wow so you've seen people just scratch it and just start from scratch yes in certain certain situations it's the quickest way to to um achieve a, a balanced population uh with the, the correct uh species mix yeah well, you know, you think about it, it probably doesn't take long if you if you follow the procedures. It, it probably doesn't take long to get to a point where you can be proud of it. No, I mean, even a, even a total renovation, let's just say you spend six months doing some, some work and, you know, the construction. But once it starts to fill up with water, um, you can stock the fish in and you can be fishing it uh, for bass two years um, after you stock the bass in. That is awesome. Hey, listen, it's been a pleasure to meet you. This has been Dennis Rickey from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Have a great day and stay safe in the outdoors. We'll see you next Monday. God bless you. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.